0: Welcome to the Relax Into Love podcast, the place for spiritual, ambitious women to awaken to divine connection within themselves and their partner and manifest their most desired relationship with joy and ease. I'm Teal Elizabeth, your host, a spiritual love and relationship coach trained in the principles of feminine energy, NLP, and deep subconscious reprogramming. And through this podcast, it is my desire to inspire you on all things dating, relationships, and self-love. Now, on to the show. For today, I wanted to just kind of do some teachings on healthy partnership and sharing some things that I continue to see in my partnership that I can demonstrate for you um, as almost like leading from the front and being that healthy role model for each of you of what it really takes to be in a healthy, long-lasting relationship. What are the qualities? How does it work? How does it look, right? Because... Let's face it, most of us have not had good healthy role models of what a healthy relationship looks like for the long term. And, you know, Spencer and I have been together for over 10 years and it just continues to deepen and deepen, especially now that we're having a child together and have a dog together and been you know, traveling together. There's so many nuances and and moments that can make or break these relationships. And regardless of what age you're at, right? If you've been in a partnership for a really long time or you're new to a partnership, I think it's important to really get clear on what does that healthy relationship look like? And I think one thing that I've been really noticing for myself over the years is just how much it becomes a teamwork and a partnership more than just a romantic lovey-dovey, he's so wonderful kind of um, like lustful relationship, right? It's like when, and this is really what I wanted to be able to bring to each of you today is helping to realize that as much as the movies and society and instagram and all these things glamorize the 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 honeymoon phase and that that lovey-dovey experience of being in relationship with someone there's so much more that goes into it than just that like that definitely is a really important key part of being in a relationship you got to feel excited and have butterflies and love this person right But when you're choosing a partner and really deciding, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person, there are so many other pieces that go into it. And I think that these things can sometimes be either not not considered or pushed aside or glamorized as, yes, he, he should be able to fit that. He should be able to do that, right? Without actually seeing him demonstrate that ahead of time. And if we don't see that demonstrated ahead of time, it can actually backfire on us down the road. And this is a lot of the work that I do with one-on-one clients, right? That come to me that maybe have been in a relationship and they're now seeing the results of that and realizing, uh uh-oh, maybe I wasn't as discerning as I should have been, right? Or maybe this person has changed and they're not really showing up in the ways that I thought they were going to be. And so- taking some time right now to just whether, like I said, you're in the relationship right now, or you're going to be getting into a relationship to really think about what, what are the values that really are important to me to maintain a healthy, long lasting relationship, right. And a healthy partnership. This is really a life partner that we're looking for. Right. It's not just someone that we can call our boyfriend that we can have, you know, cute date nights with or, or someone to wake up to in the morning and have snuggly mornings on Sundays. Right. It's like this is about joining a life with somebody. And when we do that, there are big categories that need to be kind of assessed and realized that will either make or break that relationship down the road. Right. So, first category finances. Right? And really, I want you guys to take some notes on this and just take some time to reflect on do I feel like my partner and I are compatible in these areas? Um, or are there some discussions that need to be had to make sure that we can get on the same page about these things? So, finances is a big one, right? Does my partner, how, what is my partner's relationship with money or, or this potential person that I'm dating right now? What is their relationship with money? Are they a spender? Are they a saver? Are they somewhere in between, right? Some people tend to fall into a place of like making a lot of money, but then spending it all and like, don't keep it. Right. So it's wonderful. You're like, Oh my gosh, this person's so affluent. Oh, they're making so much money. But underneath the surface, what does that look like in terms of how they're managing their money? Right. Other people maybe don't make as much, but they're really, really good about saving their money. And they're very frugal um, or they're able to have a really strong um. A strong way of managing their money, right? So finance is a, is a really big one. The next one is communication, right? How are they able to communicate with you? Are they able to bring things to the surface that need to be addressed and have an open-hearted communication with you and conversation with you when things get crunchy? And this is probably the biggest one that a lot of women struggle with is realizing, wait a second, my partner is not as emotionally mature as I thought he would be. And some of that is on us and some of that is on them. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But communication, right? How are my communication levels with this person? When things are great, awesome. But when things are not great, how does he show up? Does he run away? Does he avoid? Does he push it under the rug? Does he blow up? Does he make you feel unsafe, right? Really take some time to think about these questions for yourself. The third part of it is balance. Right? do both of you in the relationship have your own sense of self so that you can create balance in the relationship? When we look to our partner to complete us or to make us happy or to spend all our time with, and we, they don't really have a life of their own. It actually creates a disbalance in the relationship and a disharmony because all of a sudden that person is leaning on you really heavily or vice versa. And you're leaning on them really heavily. And then it's like the tables are skewed. And to be able to have a long-term lasting relationship, we have to make sure that both of us are holding a very strong platform for our own selves first before bringing in ourselves into a partnership. And then when we are in partnership, that means that Any time there's any kind of weirdness or awkwardness or conflict up here in the third sphere of that partnership, we can always come back down to our original selves. We can pull apart a little bit, rebalance, regain our sense of self and peace and confidence, and then come back to the relationship to make the relationship stronger. But when we don't have those foundations established, then that partnership becomes rocky. Because we're looking to that other person to make things better. But if they're not fully complete, then it just ends up disintegrating the whole foundation that the relationship is built on, right? So making sure that there's balance is really, really important. Then the fourth part is about partnership, right? How is this person able to actually be a partner to you? Do they feel like a teammate or are they acting on their own? Do they come to you with asking you what you need for the day, right? How they can help you um, taking taking things off your plate, being able to make your life easier and vice versa, right? A lot of times, you know, we we get into a relationship and then we start to, I, I did this in the beginning too, and I'm totally uh, a culprit of it until Spencer called me out on it. And it was really, really good. And I've shifted since then and it's been so much better. This idea of tit for tat, right? Where it's like, we'll keep a running score in our mind of, well, I did this, this day. And then he did that that day, but then I did this and this and this, and he hasn't really returned the favor in that way. So he's not being a team player and I'm doing too much. And now I'm resenting him. Right. And it just gets really, really messy and bad. We have to make sure that we can build an established partnership with someone that we trust will carry the 50%. Right. If they're not carrying the 50%, we need to bring it up to them in a loving way and share, hey, you know what? I'm feeling like I'm carrying a lot of the the weight of the relationship here. A lot of the, the housework chores or the kids' responsibilities or the finances or whatever it is. I really need some more help here. Being able to have an open conversation around that. But then if they're still... If they're still not doing that, then obviously that's a bigger issue, but if they are able to come to the surface and bring that 50% with you, we have to let go of the tit for tats because otherwise it just becomes a place of nagging and a place of criticizing and a place of resentment and judgment And that is not creating that healthy foundation. We need to trust and know that our partner is our teammate and that they want to be there and that they want to support you just as much as you want to support them. And when we can let go of the tit for tat, it's beautiful to see how much they can actually step up and surprise you in ways that maybe you wouldn't have even asked them to do. And in partnership, this is so, so important, right? Because there are going to be a million things that need to be done, to just keep life going as a life companion, right? There's, there's chores to be done. There's bills to be paid. There's plans to be made. Right. And you don't want to feel like you're doing it all yourself, but we also need to make sure that we're not putting them in a place where they feel inadequate, right. Or that we become emasculating to them because this is what I see happen a lot with women that I'm coaching is that we are so natural as women to be able to multitask, be able to control and drive and strategize and do all the things ourselves because it's just easier, right? And it, it gives us that sense of control. But when we do that, we end up actually conditioning our partner to not be a full teammate. This is so key and so important. When we decide, you know what, it's easier if I just pay the bills, make the money, clean the house, do all the things because it's too much work to keep asking him to do it, or he doesn't do it anyways. And I'm tired of just like, you know, feeling frustrated or, um, or we just feel like it's easier for us to just take care of those things and plan the trips and do the things we actually are conditioning them to not show up as our partner, as that teammate, we need to believe that they are capable and that they, and trust them to be able to step up to the plate. And we have to give them opportunities to do that, which means as women, we have to lean back. We have to actually believe and trust that they can show up and that they can do just as good of a job or almost as good of a job (laughs) as we would have done ourselves. Right? So ask yourself, have you been allowing your partner to be a teammate for you? And If you feel that they're not being a teammate for you and that's getting you frustrated and you're starting to resent them, really take note of that. What could you do to communicate what you need in a better way, in a more loving way, right? Not in a criticizing way. And also, have you been communicating what you need, right? And then are you actually giving them the space to show up and do that? And when they do show up to do that, are you appreciating that? Are you telling them how much that means to you? right? All these little pieces go into it. So partnership is a really important piece here. And this has been something I've been really seeing Spencer and I do a beautiful job of since having a baby, because having a baby just adds a whole nother level of complexity to everything, right? It's like all of a sudden, our needs are second best. And this baby's needs are number one, which means we're both running companies, we're both working from home. We're both trying to balance our lives to do what we need to do, but also have this little entity that needs our nonstop attention and support. And so we've been, we call it hot potato, right? We've been hot potatoing the baby back and forth. It's like, okay, what's your day look like today? Well, I've got coaching calls from this time to this time. He's like, okay, I've got to do my things from this time to this time. Great. We got to go grocery shopping this time. The dog needs a walk this time. We'll sit down every day and coordinate who's going to take baby, who's going to take the dog, who's going to work, who's going to stay. And we bounce back and forth. And it's been a really, really beautiful new level of partnership that we're stepping into as we recognize the new needs and the new challenges of the day, right? So really assessing, do I feel like I don't just have someone that makes me feel all warm and giddy inside, but do I have someone that I can rely on as a partner and as a teammate? And then finally, the last piece is, gosh, what have I I forgotten? Respect. (laughs) Respect is the last one that I really want to harp on because this one can erode relationships so easily if we lose respect. And it's really, it's a slippery slope with respect because we don't even realize that we're losing respect until it's been lost or until it's on the way to be lost. And that's why I want to bring it up ahead of time. Respect is one of those things that is such an important foundation in a relationship because it is the way that you perceive your partner, right? It's like, do I see my partner at the same level as me? Do I see him above me or do I see him below me, right? If we see our partner as having more respect for them than we do for ourselves, then we put them on a pedestal. If we see our partner having less respect than us, then we look down on them right? We need to make sure that we are looking at our partner at an equal level, which means having mutual respect for yourself and having mutual respect for them. So what does that really look like? It means that we are not thinking about our partner as, oh my gosh, wow, he's so incredible. Like, I can't believe I don't, I deserve him. Like, who am I to to have him in my life? it starts to get into this place of like bringing out insecurities that cause you to second guess your own self and your worthiness. So if you're having any questions about that, then this is really an opportunity for you to really deepen into your place of self-worth and self-confidence and knowing that, fuck yeah, I get, I deserve this. Like I am an amazing woman and I, I deserve to have someone that is equally amazing. Right. And really focusing on building up that sense of self-respect for yourself. And all the reasons why you are so wonderful to have attracted in such a wonderful guy. Because we don't want to put that person on a pedestal, because then they will naturally start to see you as below them. And those insecurities will come up to the surface that are going to make them start to go, oh, I don't know about this woman. Maybe she's not all that I thought she would be, right? We need to emulate that energy of, yes, I am a high class queen. Yes, I do have this sense of worthiness that you are lucky to have me and I'm lucky to have you. And we get to be together in this relationship, right? We also don't want to be in that place of them being below us and looking down on them and going, gosh, you know what? I kind of feel like I settled kind of feel like this guy is just not all I thought he was. And now I'm kind of really annoyed at all the things he does and I'm irritated and he keeps trying to show up, but it's not enough. And it's really pissing me off. Right. When we get into that place, that really starts to erode things as well, because then they start feeling inadequate and they feel like they can't ever step up and be enough for you. And men want to feel like they can please you, like they can be enough for you. And if you are consistently showing them and telling them, or your energy is demonstrating that you're not, and they're not enough, that's going to make them start to feel like they don't want to be in this relationship anymore, because it's going to make them feel really crappy about themselves. So we need to, if you are feeling that way, we need to really, again, put that focus on yourself of why is it that I feel this way, right? What is it that I feel is not, what needs are not being met? Why does this feel inadequate? And how can I start to communicate in better ways that would inspire him to naturally show up and meet me in that halfway space? Okay. So the ideal place is that you both have this mutual respect for each other. And that you have this place of honoring and loving who you are and honoring and loving who they are. And of course, two people are never going to be perfect. We're always going to have our little flaws. But if we can really get to the place of realizing that despite your flaws, I value the person you are. I value the, the values that you hold and the way that you perceive life, right? And I respect the person and the man that you are, that you show up to be then that is the best place to enter into partnership and sharing that with them, right? Continuing to let them know, I value you. I respect you. I really appreciate the way you are and the person that you are. And that only comes with time and consistency. And that's why it's so incredibly important to not jump into a relationship too soon, to not take yourself off the market too soon, because we need to make sure that we are, giving that consistency of time for you to see his true character come through and see, is he able to actually show up in all the ways that I do value and respect as a person, right? Is he prioritizing me? Is he, how does he treat his family, right? Does he show up on time, right? How does he look at the world? What is his vision for life? Um, how does he, yeah, how does he treat, little children? How does he treat animals? Right. How does he work in his work relationships? How does he look at money? How does he use money, right? You get to, in these early phases of dating, assess all of these different things without judging it or criticizing it, just assessing who is this person? Who is, who is his character? And is that something that I respect or disrespect? And recognizing that when you are looking for partnership, These are the important pieces that are going to make or break that long-term life partner connection. And we need to make sure that we are putting that as just as much of a focus as we are the, do I get butterflies and do I want to jump his bones? (laughs) So that's kind of what I want to leave you with today. If this was helpful, please let me know, write a comment down below um, and tell me one of the things that maybe you really stood out to you or something you want to focus on. And I want to keep having more of these conversations as well about deepening partnerships, about strengthening partnerships once you've gotten into them. So wonderful ladies, I am so happy to get to connect with you. I'm glad that we were able to have this time together. Um, Like I said, feel free to comment down below anything that really stood out to you about today's conversation. I'd love to hear that. And I will talk with you all again soon.